Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. It's 11.35 Friday. You know what that means. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, the uh, president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is uh, with us here in the studio. Good to have you. How are you doing today? You know what? I, How are you enjoying little, winter? I'm, I'm not enjoying it at all. It stinks. I... <laughs> I, I'm not enjoying this at all, Bill. Not at all. Not at all. At all. Nope. And uh, I'm just going to keep complaining until I can actually uh, until I can actually go back. I want to go back to Orlando. It's so beautiful down there. So you know, enjoy the f- the fun sunny weather. But you know what? The one thing is, the people here are way better. And nobody <laughs> nobody in the states is too much of a Trump lover either. I can tell you that when I got there. So you know, the, it's just the warm weather that I enjoy the most, and I miss it deeply. Fewer and fewer of them. Well, and of course, I guess, you know, the, we just had a little snow for you to welcome you back after your short <laughs> trip down there. I was there. like, what did I do wrong? What is it that I did wrong? I come back and this is what I'm treated with, right? I have no idea. It's spring. The calendar <laughs> says it's spring. I have no idea what's going on. You, you have talked in the past about how uh, technology is, yes. is being used by law enforcement agencies and yeah. and what can happen. And, and of course, how basically uh, cars can be controlled by computer. Uh, I, you got to tell me this story. This actually happened. This is not fictitious. Nope. Uh, our good friends at Hamlet Limousine, who, by the way, are celebrating an anniversary. 15 years. Yeah, way to go, Marcus. Years. Way to yeah. go, bud. Uh, but anyway, talk to us about what happened with one of their vehicles. You know, this, this, this got to hear this. Th- this is, you know, this is great, and a big, uh, a big uh, call out to our, uh, our our first responders and our police guys because uh, you know what? This is what's great about technology today. Number one, this past week, a car, uh, one of our Hamilton limo vehicles, the uh, a suburban, was getting washed. He was outside, and he had the door open with the squeegee, left his lunch in his wallet, and as he's cleaning the and, back and of the, the car. And the engine running. And the engine running. He just literally popped out just to wipe down the, the last drops of of, uh, of water on the uh, on the freshly washed Hamilton limo suburban. And uh, anyway, as he kind of got to the back of the vehicle, someone jumped in it and off they went and took the suburban for a ride. And in that, um, didn't damage the vehicle, uh, took it for a little joy ride around. Police authorities were notified and because it was a they're all new vehicles the suburban was actually um you know being tracked by onstar and police are not they they obviously will turn on the lights but if a vehicle pulls away they they don't do they don't do chases anymore absolutely but they can monitor it and they can keep an eye and sure enough they did so for a few hours he probably thought he was eluding the police because they're waiting. They were I just got waiting. A, I got away I got, with yeah, it. Yeah, I got away with it. They're nowhere. He's driving up and down the highway. He's on the 403. He's on the QEW. And uh, so what happened was as he pulls off one of the off-ramps, the OPP, and uh, I believe it was uh, Halton that were notified, um, what happened was immediately he had to stop at the stoplight to turn left or right, thinking I'm, I'm totally good. Uh, the police were able to call OnStar and say, shut the engine down. And they can also lock the door. Yeah. And sure enough, our perpetrator, was apprehended by our local law authorities easily and safely and trapped within a uh, tech-savvy environment in a safe uh, situation. And nobody was hurt and nobody and no- nothing was damaged. The vehicle wasn't damaged. Nobody was damaged in the process. So that's technology at its best. We heard this with the Tesla. By the way, they happen with our North American domestic vehicles too. So I'll bet he was surprised. Uh, I, I think there's a little <laughs> bit of a, hey, I'm going to make a left hand. Oh my God, why is it off? You know, and then all of a sudden you got police 
uh, literally on both sides, and they, they managed to, to stop them. So, anyway, go, thank goodness. And the vehicle was cleaned, ready to go, and no damage was done, and it was back in circulation less than less than 12 hours later. The interesting thing about this is, the, is how police are using this kind of technology yeah. in coordination with, in this case, OnStar. That's right, To yeah. basically say, you know, we're not allowed to do street chases anymore for safety reasons. That's right. So, But we can find out where you are and what you're doing, and, and it's not that difficult. And, and it's not just isolated OnStar. Uh, Mercedes has it. I only learned this uh, later that most vehicles that are purchased uh, post-2014 uh, all have the ability to be shut down remotely. So you have the this is this isn't isolated exclusively to a uh, uh, to to the Tesla as we always talked about. I think yeah. we mentioned that story a couple times. So it, it's actually a little bit of peace of mind. I mean, it's oh, very I, I think worrisome. so absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you know, obviously, uh, this is a little high level. Those that are out there looking to uh, scoff a car, you're going to have to up your game a little bit if you're going to expect uh, to get away with it. You were talking a few weeks ago about this uh, rather inexpensive Chinese uh, cell phone. Yes. Uh, that's out there. Now, we know that, uh, that what's going on right now with the trade war and, and Trump uh, yeah. issuing all sorts of things and threats against China and putting tariffs on that. How's that impacting that? Well, Because a know, lot of people were interested in this because right. it, it's cheap. Well, we know that the OnePlus, Huawei, uh, there's a few Chinese manufactured products, including cameras, I might add, um, have been pretty much been destroyed. Huawei being one of the largest uh, manufacturers of smartphones in the world, yet won't be available in the United States. Um they came up with a phone that I thought was relevant, or in my opinion, a bit of a tongue-in-cheek situation. The Huawei P20, is called, is actually going to give Samsung and most of the other uh, providers a little run for its money for a couple reasons. Number one, it's got three camera lenses. This reminds me of the Gillette razor blade yeah. thing. You remember where it's like, we've got five blades, we've got eight blades, we've got... This is almost coming down to the smartphone situation where now it comes with three camera lenses. I don't know how many camera lenses it takes to take a good photo on a phone, but that's their one selling feature. And the other one I thought was very relevant and pretty cool is that um, Samsung and Apple have been rumored to take the full glass display from the iPhone X and from the uh, Samsung where you can now put your fingerprint not necessarily on the back of the screen or on the on the button at the bottom. They've been talking about a technology that you can put your fingerprint anywhere on the screen and it will recognize it. It's got a fingerprint scanner anywhere on the screen. Well, that's one pro that's the one other feature this product has is a fingerprint scanner that you can touch anywhere on the screen uh, and, and it will basically recognize your, your bio fing fingerprint and be able to unlock your phone. That's actually pretty cool, and it's still to come out, but it's not available in the U.S. So as Canadians, we can still feel comfortable buying a Chinese infiltrated uh, monitoring phone. Feel comfortable in doing that. Uh, how many people are going to be coming across the border to buy one? <laughs> I really don't think the Huawei's that critical in regards to, uh, I mean, there's so many options available in the U.S. right now in regards to great products. Um, and don't you find there's a lot of customer loyalty? There is, yeah. Like if you're an Apple guy, you're an Apple guy. You're if, iPhone, yep. you stick with iPhone. And then, and Conversely, uh, you know, if, whatever one you choose. I, yeah. I, I rarely hear about people say, no, I'm going to go someplace else. I, I try another one. Yeah, no, most of them, you become pretty loyal. I mean, we saw that with BlackBerry. How Not, long did Except for you. Out? I mean, you're the exception. <laughs> what do you have, 17 phones? Well, I, 
got six up right now. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and, and not to mention I run a Mac, but I have an Android, and you know, and and really, I'm I'm all about whatever does the job the most efficient. So I'm not yeah. very picky because, uh, like I say, Apple serves its purpose. Android, I think, has a great value, but uh, you know, it, it's it's a matter of what you need. I'm not a Windows guy. I will admit that I'm not a Windows guy though. I do not have any Windows except for my web department at my agency. The only people that use Windows is my web guys. So I, I'm an advocate of, of loyalty. I think a lot of people are. And it's almost getting to the point where it's like Chevy or Ford or, uh, uh, you know, Coke or Pepsi. When people see, you know, oh, I got an Android. Oh, you got an Android? I mean, come on. I mean, no one, everyone should be gone on the Apple train. So, you know what? People are extremely loyal. And I know a lot of our listeners are because I've been commented many times after our show. What's your problem with Apple? I don't have a problem with Apple. I don't. I think they're great. I think Bill gets, I think it's a great product for Bill. He's very happy with it. And But for me, it doesn't do what I'm looking for. Sounded very cynical. <laughs> slightly cynical. Slightly. Not all cynical. Slightly. Yeah. Slightly. Just a little. Speaking of phones... Uh, we're talking about global warming uh, yeah. earlier this week and about the impact that's having. And and I know that some people have tried to make this connection. Uh, these little babies heat up yeah. the longer you use them. Uh, is this having an impact on the environment? Well, you know, because uh, how many phones are out there now? Oh, uh, I don't know the total number, but I heard it's over. The, it's over a billion. Oh, right? easily over a billion. Absolutely, yeah. there's more than a billion phones, and we're talking all phones. Yeah, not just phones. you. No, not just <laughs> not just me in this room. Yeah. It's and it's not the phones. This is the this is the interesting part. There's there's over a billion phones, smartphones, electronics that are on the field right now. And there was a time when they said the desktop computer was. Uh, uh, creating a real carbon problem, carbon yeah, footprint yeah. problem. And really the key thing here is with smartphones, the, the it's not the phones that creates the emitting problem. It's the production of them and the clouds that use them. We are using more, I'm going to sound like I'm on, a, on an environmental kick versus tech talk, but basically the thing is we are now using more resources that is really going to be, uh, in my opinion, impacting the carbon footprint from the manufacturing side of it. All the electronics, all the lithium, all of the mechanics, all the metals that is being mined, manufactured, and developed into these smartphones in the billions, and we keep changing them every two years, Bill. Yeah. So, like, when we're hearing these numbers that Samsung, when we heard about the Note 5, remember that, or the mm-hmm. Note 7, which, you know, no longer exists, I mean, we were into the numbers of 5 million to 10 million phones that didn't go anywhere, but all of the costs to manufacture those is all impacting the environment. And the servers, which is going to continue to take up a lot more carbon footprint from the servers running them, from Google, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, it takes a lot of power, a lot of energy, and and that is impacting our, our systems. Because we're using them so much, yes, it's going to take a big toll on the... And I don't hear a lot about it. What I hear about is... There are less cars on the road than there are smartphones and tablets, and we're right on the car situation. That is that is pretty much minor when you take a look. I'm not I'm not going to get into the numbers specifically, but it is quite a challenge. And one last note on that point is there's less than one percent of all smartphones being recycled. Really? Yes, less than one percent. That is a stat. I, I got. thought there was a real buy-in for that. Apparently not. No, less than one percent. So what are we doing with them? Landfills. 
And this is what's happening. People take it, you know, really they get smashed, they get crashed. And what do you do with it? Normally you probably throw it in the recycling bin, but they're really, unless you take it apart and dissect it, similar to what you do with a fridge, they're really going into our landfill system. So that's a billion phones that are uh, that are going, and they don't biodegrade easily, folks. These are not made of recyclable materials. So yeah, less than 1% are being recycled. Uh, I was astounded to hear, by the way, that this technology you're talking about uh, is is really dating back to biblical times. Did you know that? <laughs> you saw that Facebook meme, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that's that right. Actually, yes. Moses was the first guy to download something from a cloud onto his tablet. <laughs> I thought that was clever. It is clever. That's cute. It's really cute. Yeah, exactly. The original tablet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> With no pen either. It was more of an iPad. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm here till Wednesday. <laughs> Do my own material. Uh, talk to me about this new fork. Okay. One of the th- I thought this was cute. We like talking about cute yeah. products in tech. And, um, and, and by the way, this one I thought was really kind of cool. How many times have you sat at a restaurant or you're sitting around the dinner table? It's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, or even just generally you're on a Sunday dinner with the family. And you get, you know, you get your fork and you're, you, know, you scoop up the noodles or you're putting your spoon in and you kind of hold it to your mouth. And what do you do? You do that, that slurping sound with your fork. We've all been there. You can hear it. It's actually one of those, you know, my mom used to slap me all the time and go, hey, 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 stop slurping. Stop slurping. Now, chew with your mouth closed. There's a fork on the market. It's a bit clunky, so it looks like a really high intense toothbrush, uh, electric toothbrush. But what it does is it puts a noise canceling effect <laughs> and it will actually zero out the sound of slurping. Now, so this, this is a fork with a silencer? Yes. It's a. <laughs> that's okay. That's a good way to put it. It's a fork with a silencer. But think about it. How many times you sit there and you're like, oh, that's annoying me. This person's slurping their, their noodles. In there. And by the way, it was invented by Cup of Soup. So Cup of Soup obviously felt there was a big issue and a lot of people complained about the sound of what people make when they eat their Cup of Soup. So they came up with a, a noise-canceling electronic fork and it will naturally just zero out the sound of that slurping sound you hear. You're talking about uh, Amazon a little while ago, and the, yeah. I remember the fire with the smartphone and everything. Like yeah. this. What's going on with that? You know what? It was interesting. Amazon, as we know, is coming back in a way we've never seen before. Grocery markets. We hear them talking about a bank and you know yeah. all of these things that are happening with Amazon and uh, you know crushing the retail market. Years ago, we had on Tech Talk their launch of their fire. The Amazon fire was a, in fact, it's still a reader, a tablet reader, and they tried to come onto the market. They couldn't even give it away. I think we, in fact, I was looking through my notes. We spoke about where you can get an Amazon Fire smartphone for 50 bucks because they can't, we don't even know what happened, but uh, they, they had lots of inventory and all of a sudden they're off the market. So I don't think they got sold. They went to 1% non-recycling. They're coming out with another one, and which makes sense because Amazon's put a lot of money in Alexa. They've got a real big uh, grip in regards to uh, the shopping world, but they also run off Android. We're going to expect to see that probably next year, by 2019, you'll be able to buy, once again, an Amazon smartphone phone. Excellent. Well, if at first you don't succeed. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, look at where Amazon was then and where they are now. Yeah. Well, I like to think of it as, you know, Apple once came out with a product called the Newton and that came out back in the early 2000s. And this product is technically today uh, a smartphone. I mean, it was the tablet of the 2000s. They, they scratched it, didn't have much luck with it, sold it, brought it back. And look, today it's the iPad 
at a better level. So we can expect to see that probably Amazon's going to come out with a much stronger smartphone uh, than we've ever imagined. Speaking of iPhones, uh, another model coming out? Well, you know, this one's interesting. I was bragging and uh, not too long ago. In fact, it was only a couple weeks ago I was bragging about Samsung's already getting coming out with the folding smartphone. They're going to be able yeah. to take their product, fold it over. Well, I could be eating crow because uh, as of uh, 2020, it looks like Apple will be first out of the gate unless one of the Chinese manufacturers comes out with a first. But yes, we can expect to see an Apple folding smartphone and tablet before the Samsung products come to the market. Any idea when? Uh, 2020. They said by the spring okay. is 2020. We, so they'll probably, what I've heard is they're going to launch it in the next keynote announcement, and then we can expect to see production come out. Apple usually likes to announce it and come out with it within six months. So there's pre-order opportunities with the price model and so forth. So I would expect that probably spring 2020, which isn't really that far away, no. is going to be when we'll be able to buy our first uh, Apple uh, folding tablet and smartphone. You told us a few episodes ago about the smart pillow. They've already made some revisions to it. You know, we, yeah, we talked about a smart pillow which had a few features one of them was your sleep patterns that's great okay but let's take up this one more level and i am excited to announce that we have a smart pillow that has a few more ads uh bells and whistles so it has the memory foam those are the standards you would expect in your pillow but this one comes with noise cancellation again the noise is the big issue so when you rest your head in the pillow it has white noise and you can program your pillow to play certain music at certain times and has an alarm clock in the pillow so we'll actually keep noting it will actually start the music softly increase the sound so as you are gradually opening your eyes the sleep gets kind of gunky in the in, in, in your eye sockets you'll be able to wake up slowly and when you do finally rise your head off the pillow all of that data will now be logged onto your phone so you can see where you moved how restless you are but this one the upgrade primarily with this one is it comes with a with a noise soft so even if you don't sleep well it actually comes with a sound system that you can put white noise. Uh, well, you know, uh, people have done that in the past. You yeah. know, they want to hear the sound of the ocean or, or yeah, something rain like that. Or a so thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah, you have to put something on your That's phone right. and just yeah. kind of let them fall asleep. And yes. hopefully, that's going to work for you. I like to. Well, the way I've been describing it is thinking about it as headphones. In your, if you ever, you know, some people sleep with headphones, yeah. like the cans that you've got on your head right now, the headphones, try sleeping with those. You have to lay on your back. Well, this one now you can think of it as a headphone in the pillow. You can roll around and you're not going to disturb anyone and it's going to allow you all the soft, sweet melodies you could ever imagine before you sleep. Almost out of time, but we could not do a show without talking about Facebook. I mean, they're in the news every day. <laughs> well, there's lots to talk about with Facebook and I can honestly, there's probably not enough time to discuss it, but Facebook is dropping and we've seen that with the stock, but we're losing a lot of celebrities. We've seen Will Ferrell, we've seen Jim Carrey. They're dropping it like an anchor, and rightfully so. I mean, it is, it is. Uh, they're coming out with a lot more privacy features. Uh, they also launched a new element to it that allows you to see where there's fake news, but this one is the most important. I didn't even know this, that Facebook, even though you're signed off of Facebook, has been tracking your progress outside of Facebook. So um, what they're doing is they put a cookie in the program. If you sign in through your browser or your phone and you search the internet, Facebook is tracking you similar to what Google did. Well, if you want to change browsers, go to Firefox. If you're using Chrome, it's called Firefox. Absolutely free. You can now get a Facebook blocker and it will 100% block any information that you're using on the internet and it will prevent that that nasty Facebook from tracking your habits and who you're speaking to. Good stuff. Uh, we do this every Friday, 1135. Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, Bill. 
The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.